hey, good, Merry Christmas. It's December. We are here. My name is Pastor Jeremy. Along with my wife, we just have the honor of pastoring this incredible church. Avenue Church, I love you. I love being your pastor. And uh, we are jumping into a brand new series. But before we do, your first time with us today, please feel free, text me, 702-727-8280. Please text me. Also, we had someone on our Facebook Live this last Wednesday, and I talked about love and brotherly love and eros, but someone said, I'm brand new in the comments. So go ahead and do that today for us and just say, I am brand new with us. Now, we're still doing in-person service, so right now, pray. Pray for those that are at Avenue Church right now. Uh, although that we're in a pandemic, we are meeting new families, and uh, so it's been a pretty powerful thing. So make sure you text me, 702-727-8280. Great job, team, for Serve Day. It was so much fun to serve together, and uh, we're excited to do that, do that again, so make sure you're watching out for that. But now, brand new series today, An Unexpected Christmas. An Unexpected Christmas. My wife and I, we were just talking, and uh, all of a sudden, Pastor Lindsay said, you know what? Christmas is pretty unexpected this year. Uh, it's, it's pretty out of the ordinary. Christmas looks a little bit different this year for many of us. Uh, I really can't stay. Baby, it's COVID outside, you know. It's just, uh, it's just unexpected. Many of us, we thought we'd be done with this or we'd be back to normal by now, but it is really is an unexpected Christmas. You might be in your home quarantining and watching uh, Hallmark movies, all right? A very COVID Christmas. It just looks totally different. Raise your hand, put in the likes, hit the uh, like button, hit the uh, the heart button over here if you're over it, all right? I, I am so over it. But also, we're going to have some fun this month for Christmas. We're going to do a Christmas challenge starting on Monday on our social media accounts. So I want you to make sure you're on Instagram or our Facebook and uh, we're going to have a Christmas challenge every week and we're going to be asking you to post some things on your channels and tag us and we'll have a prize and all of that. So make sure you join in on the fun. If you're like, I don't have a Facebook account, you're watching me right now. Ah, right. But if you're on your YouTube right now, get Facebook just for the month. Get an Instagram for the month. We promise you won't get addicted. I don't know if I can make that guarantee. But Christmas challenge. I'm fired up today because I had hot cocoa and coffee to prepare for this message today. Now, the word unexpected, it's found all throughout the Bible. But this is the definition. Not expected. I didn't expect this to take place or it's unforeseen. I didn't see this before. It's almost like in January. Pastors all across America, and I just couldn't do it, all right? Uh, thank you, Jesus, right? I just hear the voice of the Lord. I heard overflow, but many pastors all across the country are like, year 2020 is a year of vision, perfect vision. It's unforeseen. We had no idea what was going to take place. It was surprising. So this is a surprising year. This is a surprising Christmas season. And how many know we're still praying? We're still praying against the virus. We're still praying uh, for hope and healing over our nation. Now, I don't know if you ever received something unexpected. Uh, you know, growing up, we always would travel about an hour and a half to my grandfather's house on my dad's side. And uh, we would do gift exchange or, you know, grandma and grandpa would give us presents. And almost every year until I finally caught on, my grandfather would give me a package, a present that was had a nice wrapping paper on the outside, but when you opened it, it was duct taped, right? You had to rip open the duct tape. It took me like 20 minutes. And inside that duct tape box 
was a, like a box, a box that showed a picture of a Walkman on there. I'm showing my age a little bit, all right? Like the Walkman that, that had like skip, you know, skip protection. You know, and I was like, oh my gosh, thank you, Grandpa. And he's over there laughing. And I was like, like you're really excited to give me this gift, Grandpa. Like a Walkman, like this is this is expensive. And he'd be laughing, and I put it aside. I go, thank you so much, Grandpa. I go and hug him, and he goes, you need to open the box. And I was like, what? What? What do you mean? So I open the box. It's not a Walkman. It's a pair of work gloves. And he just thinks it's hilarious. Ah! This is exactly what 2020 was like for you, all right? You open it up and you say, oh, this is going to be my year, all right? I, I don't know why the next year always has to be better than the previous year, right? This is my year. But you open it up and something completely unexpected. And this Christmas is unexpected. This year is unexpected. It's unforeseen. It's surprising. I want to read a scripture in Luke chapter 1 of a situation or a scenario or a story that was completely unexpected. It was unforeseen or surprising. So if you got your Bibles out with me today, turn to Luke chapter 1. Luke chapter 1. If you got your iPhone, get your iPhone out, all right? If you got your Android, just put it away and, you know, put it in a, whatever. You know, but get your Bible app out, get your paperback out. Please follow along. I challenge you. This is a great word for today. Luke chapter 1, verse 5. says, in the day of Herod, king of Judea, there was a priest named Zechariah. So this is our main character for today, Zechariah, of the division of Abba. He had wife from the daughters of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. So we have Zechariah, and we have Elizabeth. And they were both righteous before God. Man, I hope, I, I hope someday I'm in a book and said Jeremy was righteous before God, walking blameless, blamelessly in all the commandments and statutes of the Lord. But they had no child. I really hate this, but, right, this is my bio, right, but they had no child because Elizabeth was barren and both were advanced in years. Now, while he was serving as priest before God, when his division was on duty, according to the customs of the priesthood, he was chosen by lot to enter the temple of the Lord to burn incense. This was a form of godly worship during that time, and this only happened once a year, typically, for a priest. And there appeared to him an angel of the Lord. So here's Zechariah. It's only him inside the temple. No one else is there. Angel of the Lord shows up, standing at the right side of the altar of incense. And Zechariah was troubled when he saw him, and fear fell upon him. But the angel said to him, do, do not be afraid, Zechariah, for your prayer has been heard. Your wife Elizabeth will, will bear you a son, and you'll call his name John. John, not a popular name. And you'll have joy and gladness, and many will rejoice at his birth. For he'll be great before the Lord. He must not drink wine or strong drink. He'll be filled with the Holy Spirit, even from his mother's womb. He will turn many of the children of Israel to the Lord their God, and he will go before them in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just to make ready for the Lord prepared. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for this word today. Father, thank you for this true story that took place many, many years ago, 2,000 years ago. That, Father, I pray that you begin to allow it to speak to us and let us know that there is blessings in the unexpected. In Jesus' name I pray. Everybody, type in. Amen and amen. Title of my message today is The Unexpected Blessing. The Unexpected Blessing. I don't know if you ever received a gift that was unexpected, and it was, it was a tremendous blessing, whether it was Rent was due and a check came in the mail. 
or I'm hearing lots of people now, you're tithing for the very first time because of their previous uh, convince me series, convince me tithing works, convince me that God will supply all my needs. We're hearing miracle stories of the unexpected blessing. But here's Zechariah and Elizabeth, and this is their bio, all right? He was a priest, and he and his wife were between the ages of 60 and 70 years old. Come on, somebody, 60 and 70 years old. And here's their Instagram bio, all right? They were both righteous before God. They walked in blameless in all the commandments and statutes of the Lord, but they had no children because Elizabeth was barren, and they were both very old, all right? If you're 70, think about having a kid, all right? Like you're 70, and you got to go to the hospital. But listen to me, they desired children years ago, but they gave up those dreams. And in the Old Testament, you could read over and over again, if you were barren as a woman, that means two things. Number one, it either means you were ridiculed, like something's wrong with you, or you're in sin, or you're, you're useless, you have no value. Or the second thing that often took place was jealousy, that, that women would become jealous of other women for having babies. And so this kind of rang over my mind over and over again. They were faithful but not fulfilled. They were faithful, but not fulfilled. They were serving with no results. I'm going to preach the mess out of this today because many of us, we're faithful this year, but we're not fulfilled. Like, like God, I'm, I'm serving you. I'm tithing. I'm serving. I'm doing all that I can do. I'm walking blamelessly, but I don't see the results. Now, typically, um, next month is New Year's resolutions, whether the gyms stay open or they are open. Many of us, we, we, we say, you know what, New Year's resolution, I'm going to work out. Yeah, I, I'm going to lose weight. And maybe you look in the mirror and you're like, ah, you know, who's that guy, you know. I, I, I need to work out. Now, listen to me. I hate working out. I hate riding bikes. I hate running. I hate all those things because I need to see results quicker, all right. If I work out, I need to see results within hours. All right, I need to be like, yeah, I'm feeling good, all right? Not days or weeks, but the problem is we quit when we don't see the results. We quit. I'm preaching to myself today, all right? We, we quit. We quit that Bible reading plan, right? We quit serving, right? We quit not just serving physically, but we quit serving God because we don't see results. And I want to ask you today, how long can you serve God? without results. How long can we serve God without seeing the benefits or the blessings? I really want you to understand this because sometimes if you only know church, this is kind of your result. It's, I, man, if I do this, I get this and it's all good. But what about knowing God? Will you stay fruitful when you're not fulfilled? We say, God, I'm not healed yet. God, I, I don't see my bank account yet. God, I'm, I don't see that prayer that I've been praying for or that promise I've been believing for. But, God, I love you, and I'm going to stay blameless. I'm going to stay faithful. That's probably a word for somebody today because this year has been the year. You say, you know what, I want to quit. I want to give up. This is atrocious. This is ridiculous. This is unexpected. But I choose to be faithful. I choose to be fruitful. That's why many of us, uh, next week, we're going to do a legacy offering at our church to propel the vision. We're going to share all the different projects we're doing, all the different partnerships, and how Avenue even ties out. Uh, you don't give to Avenue, you give through Avenue. But many of you, you're encountering the power of giving, that when you give, the Bible says, 
pressed down, shaken together, running over. But maybe you've been giving using words to harvest. Galatians chapter 6 says, Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever one sows, he will also reap. I love this. It's got almost a, uh, you know, it, it solidifies the pre- previous two messages. But it says, let us not grow weary of doing good. For in due season, we will reap. We do not give up. Listen to me, church. I'm faithful, but I'm frustrated. I'm faithful, but I'm frustrated. I'm faithful, but I'm frustrated. Because listen to me, our faith has to go beyond what you see and what you feel. Can you serve God in a pandemic? Can you serve God when there's no toilet paper? Can you serve God when you don't have something to control or to hold on to? And I want to encourage you today, you have to anchor yourself to Jesus Christ. You might be saying, Pastor, I'm doing everything right, but I don't feel fulfilled. And this is Zechariah and Elizabeth that said, there appeared to him an angel of the Lord standing at the right side of the altar of the incense. And Zechariah was troubled when he saw him in fear fell upon him. This word right here is where we get the word phobos or phobia. And phobos is a state of terror and or reverence. At the same moment, Zechariah was afraid. Oh my gosh, there's a big angel here. But he also had a respect or a reverence. It's almost like if you ever go to church and maybe you're like, you haven't been to church since you were a kid. and Maybe you walk in and you meet the pastor and you're like, oh, God's going to tell him my stuff right now. Or if you're at a church service and there's a prophet of the Lord and he's like reading people's mail, right, and he doesn't even know them. And he looks at you and you're going, oh, have I been a good boy? You know what I mean? Like, have I done everything right? And I love this because this is what the angel says. Do not be afraid for your prayer has been heard and your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son and you will call him John. Here's your 2020 unexpected blessing. If you've been listening to me so far, here's your 2020 unexpected blessing. God has heard your prayers, and they will be answered. I want to prophesy today. God has heard your prayers, and it will happen. If you do not quit, if you do not give up, it will happen if you don't quit. See, how can I end, uh, how can I end 2020 in, in, in overflow? How's it going to happen? How's it going to do it? You got to believe it. You got to believe it. Because here's what it says here. Zechariah said to the angel, How shall I know this? I love this. I mean, guys, listen. There's an angel, right? Big wings, big dude speaking to him. I'm sure the glory of God was all around him. And Zechariah goes, how do, I, how do I know this? How, prove it. Prove it to me. I've been let down too many times. I'm 60 or 70 years old. I'm an old man, and my wife is advanced. I love how he says this. I'm old, but she still looks good. Come on, somebody, right? But she's barren. If somebody needs to hear this today, you're going, if I prayed it and God heard it, where is it? Now, I believe this is a prophetic word for somebody today. God hears it, but he's timing it. God hears your prayers, but he's timing it. You see, God needed John to be born at the same time as the Savior of the world, Jesus Christ, so that he could water baptize him to proclaim Jesus to the world, that John became John the Baptist, the forerunner, the one who would go before him, God's timing is perfect, but perhaps God hears you, but he's timing it. 
maybe you're single and you're watching this today and you're going, man, I'm praying for a spouse, a husband. I'm praying for a wife. Where are they? Maybe you're ready, but maybe God's getting them ready. Maybe you're praying for the perfect career and you're in a, in a job right now that you hate. You're like, praise God, I have a job, but I hate my job. Maybe God's getting that perfect job ready for you. Maybe he's still timing it. Maybe it's a blessing that God has in your life, but he's waiting on you. He's waiting on you. And here's what Luke chapter 1, verse 18 says. Like what I said to the angel, how do I know this? I'm an old man. My wife still got it, but she's barren. And the angel answered him, I am Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God, and I was sent to speak to you. I love this. Is, 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 is my word not good enough? All right. The big man sent me to speak to you and to bring you this good news. Behold, you will be silent, and you'll be unable to speak until the day that these things take place because you did not believe my words, which will be fulfilled in their time. You will be silent and unable to speak. There's something powerful taking place here because Zechariah said, how's, how? How's this going to happen? How's this going to take place? And the angel said, ah, 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 knock, knock, shh, yeah. Because here's the thing. We need to stop cursing and speak blessings. We need to stop cursing. And I'm not just talking about like I'm cursing, I cuss a little, all right? I'm talking about stop cursing your year. Stop cursing this year. That this pandemic has caused many of us to curse. Many of us to turn on the news or the social media. For many of us to say, uh, man, just to, to tear down our own lives or our livelihood. And I believe with all my heart we need to stop cursing. We need to start speaking blessings. Remember the old song, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me? Can we change that today? Say, sticks and stones may break my bones, but I speak blessings instead of curses? Because church, I am sick and tired of hearing curses. Stop talking bad about 2020, but let's speak blessings. I don't want to hear, oh, man, there's only 25 more days or 28 more days until 2020 is over. Oh, man, 2021. No, today is my day of blessings and overflow because what you speak is what you believe. Luke chapter 6 says, the good person out of good treasure of his heart produces good. Come on, church. Nothing dictates what is good except God. Not the news, not my pocketbook. Not my career, none of those things, only God. And the evil person out of his evil treasure produces evil or curses for out of the abundance of the heart, his mouth speaks. I believe what my Bible says. Every book in the promise is mine. Every course, every verse, every line. Every promise in the book is mine. Not the government. Not the news. Not social media. Not what they're doing and this person's doing. Nothing can take my blessing away. I refuse to allow anything to take away my blessing. I want to ask you today, what if the unexpected is you? Because I love this. He's mute. He can't talk. He can only write down words. They believe he was even deaf at that point. And it says, now it came time for Elizabeth to give birth. She had to hide herself. She was like 67 years old. And she had to hide the bump. You know, she didn't have a baby shower because she was like, don't tell anybody. And it says that she bore a son. Her neighbors and relatives heard that the Lord had shown great mercy to her. They rejoiced with her. What a blessing this is. And on the eighth day, they came to circumcise the child. 
and they have called him, and they would have called him Zechariah after his dad. So they said, all right, let's get together. Let's call this baby Zechariah. But his mother answered, come on, women of God, I love this. Right? Mm, get out of here, you know. His name shall be John. That's his name. That's what the angel said. And I love this right here. And they said to her, none of your relatives are called by this name. I, it doesn't make any sense. I don't care what an angel, an angel said. Like I, I don't care what an angel said. This makes more sense. And they made signs to his father inquiring what he wanted him to be called. They said, ah, you ever, you ever realize if you don't get the answer you, you like, you try to go somewhere else? Mm-hmm. And this is what I love, verse 63. He asked for a writing tablet, and he wrote, his name is John. His name is John. They all wondered immediately. His mouth was open, and his tongue, Zechariah's tongue was loose, and he spoke, blessing God out of the abundance of your heart your mouth speaks I believe that this guy went through nine months nine months and eight days of being silent of saying you know what I don't believe I don't believe I don't believe and here's what took place and fear came on all the neighbors and all these things were talked about through the hill countries of Judea all that heard them laid them up in their hearts saying what then will this child be for the hand of the Lord was with him and here's Zechariah going through a spiritual moment I mean he had the quarantine because he couldn't talk for nine months and eight days. And this is what he said. He wrote it. He spoke it because he believed it. And some of you right now, you're believing the curse over the blessing. Quit identifying with the curse. I need you to identify with the blessing. Because they said, what is the identity of the child? What is his name? Is he like his family? Or does he have a destiny? They told Zechariah, his name needs to be Zechariah. And he said, no, his name is John. He will be great before the Lord. He must not drink wine or he's not going to be strong. He won't have strong drink, but he will be filled with the Holy Spirit, even from his mother's womb. And he will turn many of the children of Israel to the Lord their God. And he will go before them in spirit and in power. He'll turn the hearts of fathers to the children, the disobedient to the wisdom of the just, and to make ready for the Lord of the people. That's who he is. That's my son. His name is John. Now listen to me. I refuse to curse my son because I've always blessed my son. And somebody needs to hear this today. God has called you and he has blessed you. God has called you and he has blessed you. Isaiah chapter 43 says, Now says, thus says the Lord, he who created you, O Jacob, has formed you, O Israel. Fear not, for I have redeemed you. Man, you're looking through 2020, and you're like, man, I wasted eight months. I wasted nine months. I wasted a year. And God said, no, no, no. I redeem you. I've called you by name. You are mine. What's the blessings, God? When you pass through waters, I'll be with you. Through the rivers, they will not over." Overwhelm you. Matt, Pastor, I have to deal with worry and anxiety right here, Isaiah 43. It will not overwhelm me. When you walk through fire, you will not be burned, and the flame shall not consume you. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. Fear not, for I am with you. Fear not, for I am with you. I will bring your offspring from the east and from the west, and I will 
can gather to you. If you're watching this today, I want you to know God has not forgotten you, and he has called you by name. And he's called you by a good name. God has a plan for your life. And so here's what I want to do today if you're watching this today. And you're saying, man, I've been faithful, but I'm frustrated. Or I've been faithful, but I'm not fulfilled. Maybe you're watching this today and you say, I haven't been faithful. And I need to know Jesus Christ as my Lord and my Savior. I would love to pray with you today. So wherever you're at, with every head bowed, every eye closed, I don't care where you're doing right now. But if you, if you want to pray that prayer and you're saying, Pastor, will you lead me to Jesus? Let's pray a prayer together. Say, dear Jesus, say thank you. Thank you for paying for what I did. Say thank you for dying on the cross. Say, Jesus, I repent of my sins. Say, be Lord of my life. Say, the best way I know how, I'm going to live for you. Say, I now know who I am. I am saved. I'm redeemed. I'm a child of God. Come on, everybody. Give God a shout today. Give him a clap. Come on, if you prayed that prayer, do me a favor. I want you to text me at 702-727-8280. Now, before you go away, please don't lock me out. This is something I really feel that's on my heart today, is that we're talking about curses and blessing. That those who bless are blessed. That when I'm a blessing to others, I receive a blessing as well. And I want to see what, what your mouth can do during this holiday season. You can either curse this year or you can bless this year. You can curse your Christmas or you can bless your Christmas. But this is what I want to do today. Never done this before. But I noticed that Zechariah began to proclaim what the angel said over John. His name's not Zechariah. His name is now John. I remember in a time in my life where I had a pastor pray over me, and he blessed me. A lot of times a pastor could represent as parents of the house or a father of the house. And so wherever you're at and you're saying, you know what, pastor, I know exactly what you're talking about. I'm going to pray over you right now. And here's the thing. I don't want you to sit down. I don't want you to be on your couch. But if you're saying, pastor, I desire a blessing, a father's blessing, I'm going to pray with you, which means I want you to stand up wherever you're at, I want you to pray. Uh, I want you to receive this prayer. I'm going to pray over you. You've never done this online and all of that. But as your pastor, I'm going to pray a Father's blessing over you today. If that's you, stand with me and let me pray. Father, in Jesus' name, God, I thank you. I thank you for those that are watching today. Now, Father, I pray a Father's blessing. Now, Father, I pray an anointing will begin to fall upon those who receive it today. Now, Father, I bless them in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I thank you that they are God's masterpiece. God, I thank you they're fearfully and wonderfully made. The Father, I thank you that they have a call of God on their life. But also, Father, I bless them. Uh, Father, I begin to rebuke any curses over their life. Father, I begin to rebuke any labels or identity that was placed on them that is hindering them or harming them. The Father, I pray in the mighty name of Jesus, you begin to strip that away and blessings begin to overflow in their life. The Father, I pray the blessings will exceed their mind and into their hearts. The Father, I pray that after today, they walk into a new anointing, under a new covering, under the Father, which is Jesus Christ. The Father, I thank you that you're changing minds and you're changing hearts today. Father, I thank you that those that are watching today, that are receiving it, they now have a new identity. They also have a new heritage, Father, a new inheritance, Father. And so, Father, I just pray 
blessings. As their pastor, Father, I pray blessings over their life, over this year, and over the years to come. In your name I pray, amen and amen. Guys, I love you so much. I can't wait to see you again, and I love being your pastor. Goodbye.